Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Good afternoon or evening or morning. I guess it depends on where you are with the world or in the world. I um, want to welcome you. Uh, this is, this is um, an unusual topic today, and, and uh, I, guess, I guess I threw people with it, strangely, but I didn't expect to. Akashic records are something that, that all of us talk about. Uh, and and sort of flip around. It's one of those terms that we flip out there, but but sometimes we don't really totally thoroughly understand what it is we're flipping out. And um, so I really wanted to kind of you know give everybody a good foundation for spirituality and 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 everything that we're going to be talking on in the in the weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks yet to come. Um, it's it's um oh and for just just for those who are listening in archive or those who are listening and not here um to make it easier for all of you um i have put uh, a link on my website uh for the for the spiritual circle development circle and on that link are are is <laughs> is or are all of the materials that that i have sent out to you so far so, so each week I will put the materials for the week up on the website in case you can't download the material that I send you. It's, it's going to be there as well so that you just need to go to my website and, and check it out there so it will be easier for people to find. Apparently, my word processors and, and everybody else's word processors are, are, are not synchronistically connected or they aren't um, labeled right or or I'm saving documents in a strange or weird way. I'm not really sure um, exactly what it is, but I do know that there has been difficulty and trouble, and this is my way of, of, of putting it out there. Also, if you have friends that are interested, refer them to the website. There's information there on how to sign up for the circles if they want to. And um, I just figured it would be a, a better clearinghouse place. So... Um, so this way, it's there. You can look at the material. You can download it. You can do whatever you like with it. Just don't start a fire. Anyhow, um, Akasha. Akasha is a Sanskrit word, and it means sky or space or ether. 
and the akasha is where the uh, the records are that 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 correspond to our past and our present, and it's. It, so many people think about it as a place where there's a book hidden and that you can leaf through the book and you can read about all your past lives and stuff like that. Uh, yes, you can do that, but the Akashic Records are more of a spirit journey record than they are a personal lifetime type record. So it's 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 a little hard for a lot of people to understand the fact that there there are Akashic Records, absolutely. And they have they they have been there for billions and billions of years, and they are the record of every living organism in the universe. So that it, it is a recording of thoughts, of words, of deeds, of of lessons and of challenges, of turmoils and of triumphs. Um, but but it's on a spirit level that that this record is kept. It, is it does it does it talk about if you cheated someone you're gonna you know get it back or something like that? Not exactly, but yes, it has to do with the intent of the action. It has to do with the spirit within you and how that was involved in the process. You see, it's not a it, it is a record of the experiences of each lifetime, but but in a more spiritually oriented way. So that so that as you or I, it's not it's not a diary. I guess that's the better way to put it. It's not a diary. It's it's not a you did this and so and so did this to you. It's not like that. It's it's like our challenges and our lessons are there, and how we dealt with them and how we applied ourselves to them are there. And when you when you stop and think about the fact that our spirits are are millions of years old most probably so it's it's got to be a lot of material and and what what it is doing it is archiving our soul's growth process through generation after generation after generation after generation it it probably if you wanted to and if you were really if you had a lot of time you could probably go back to the very very beginning and and you could you could see how your soul your spirit actually came into consciousness to be independent and and, and to journey the universe and to grow and to stretch and to evolve um but that said you'd probably see lifetimes where you weren't humanoid, you'd see lifetimes where you were etheric, where you were, um, you know, where you where you breathed atmospheres that weren't even um, had relation or relative to what we have here on the Earth plane. It, it could and would be totally, totally confusing to you, spiritually speaking. So that's why, my heavens, that's why. Um, we we don't have really access to them now. We the ones that are probably more relevant to us are, are those you know uh, the, that have happened here on the Earth plane, and those are there, and and there is there is access to them, and you you can you can absolutely um, you know re, relate to them, and and you there there is the you know we are able to. Um, that's the word I look. We we can gather them in. We can use them for our own information, and and we can relate to them that way. So so akashic records are places where we go to see um, not the day to day stuff, but but we go to see 
the, the spiritual journey that we're on. And, and, and the, it's the journey of the spirit within us, not of the personality wherein we dwell. And that's where a lot of people have difficulty in, in, in separating and understanding the whole process. It, it is the spirit journey. It is not the independent journey of your personality through time. So that, so that, you know, what you do to another or what another does to you is not, is not as relevant to your spirit's development as, as is how the spirit has grown from the experiences that it has, it has, it has gone through each lifetime. So that, so that we have this, this, this difference of, of, of understanding. And I've talked to a lot of people and there is really a, um, a confusion over what do the Akashic records hold and, and, and does it tell about how nasty my husband was or how, how, um, how tumultuous this lifetime has been for me, but that's a personal experience. That's not your soul. Your, your soul has, has been observing that and has been certainly working through your, your consciousness, but but it's it's the journey of the spirit it's not the personality and and it's it's a hard thing to grasp when we're when we're talking about it because frankly on a consciousness level you know all we really have um uh, at our disposal are our experiences of this lifetime are the conscious things are the physical things are are the ego and the personality and the day-to-day things that we go through now the universal laws apply to all of those things they 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 are are constantly working with us throughout each lifetime but it is the journey the journey is for the spirit it's not for it you know while our ego and everything are in place and that we we experience this lifetime um very personally obviously at the end of our days when we move on to other dimensions and other lifetimes our personality does not go with us the you know barbara delong you know is here for this lifetime she's gonna make her mark for sure but 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 my personality stays with this lifetime it, and and when i pass away it's going to be an old coat and i'll replace it with a new coat and and i would and and those those aspects that are refined those aspects that have grown those aspects that you know have have evolved with wisdom and stuff like that that absolutely goes with you but but the character and the personality um, is of this lifetime alone. So, so, so pay attention because you, you want to make sure that you, you, you leave a legacy of laughter and joy to be remembered by those who come after you because, you know, you don't take that with you. You take the wisdom, you take the joy and the laughter and the light. Absolutely, you take those things. And, and when you get to the other side, you still have aspects of this lifetime that, that other people identify with. And when you visit, you use those aspects to be identifying criteria when you, when you do visit people here on the earth plane. But, but the Akashic record is the journey of the soul. And that's the higher consciousness. And, and certainly our conscious mind is a part of that higher consciousness. And it gets absorbed back in, you know, when we cross over. It's not lost to time or anything like that. It goes along with us. We, we don't leave a part of ourselves every time we, you know, check out. It, the totality of the spirit goes as, as a total spirit. 
but that part that is the consciousness then is, is absorbed into the higher consciousness and becomes a part of the record it takes with it to, to view and to, um, to take out the, the cool stuff and absorb it into its totality and the other stuff is kind of, it, it's discarded because it's no longer usable. It doesn't apply to the journey that the soul is on. So, um, I hope that clears it up. I'm, I'm you know, I, I keep, going back to it because I keep having people say, I don't understand this. And, <laughs> and I can understand. Um, it's, it's a lot to wrap yourself around. And, and I know a lot of us don't deal with the aspect of, of the Akashic Records on a regular basis. Um, but but it is, it is a, a record that is important to have. And, and uh, people throughout time have, have accessed it um, ancient cultures have accessed it, the Indians, the Moors, the Tibetans, um, people in the Himalayas, uh, the Persians, the Greeks, the Chinese, the Hebrews, the Christians, the Druids, and the Mayans. They all, they all had um, people I- within their cultures that they would call it the book, and the Bible calls it the book. And, and you know, it, it, everyone is capable of tuning in to their own Akashic records. Now I I do understand uh I I was made to, I was made to understand last night when talking to somebody that that um there are theories and philosophies out there that you you can never read your own akashic records but you can read others and in my belief system um you can read yours and it's more important that you read yours than than you read other people's um, because it's it's your journey, it's it's the spirit within you's journey, and and it has access to those records totally. It has access to all the akashic records. They're not secret. They they are there for anyone to tune into, and everyone. It's it's a, it's it's a journey. It's a process. It's it's the akashic. Um, is it means ether. It's it's everywhere and. It's every one, so we all are a part of it, and we all have access to it now. Now, whether or not you 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 would you you tap into it is totally up to you. And again, I come back to that: it's all up to you. You have the capability, you have the ability to do it. Now, there are lots of different ways of of um, connecting to Akashic records. You can you can do it through meditation you can do it through prayer um there are some cultures that that you know suggest you use drugs i don't advise that um because that does warp everything perception and and understanding so you know i would keep it clean but there are many cultures that especially there there are there are some native americans that that use uh, peyote and and they they say that they make a consciousness jump at that point in time now, in my philosophy and in my understanding, and again, it's just my philosophy that that when you have the maturity of spirit to access the records, you can access them. Uh, there, someone told me last night that they had they had made the attempt to get into their akashic records, and someone turned them back. And and I said, well, that was who was that? And she she said, oh no, that was the keeper of the records. And I said, there is no keeper of the records. That was probably your higher consciousness saying it wasn't time. You weren't ready for it. And she said, no, no, it was a it was a man, and I'm a female. And I said, 
you stopped yourself because it wasn't time. That's all it was. And and to, we we need to understand that that our higher consciousness will manifest in every way possible to get points across to us at all points in time. And and it is my firm belief that that people who you know, have have spirit guides that, that talk to them are talking to their higher consciousness. They're not talking to a spirit who has come, you know, taken time off of whatever it is they do. Um, it's your higher consciousness. And so um, at some for some reason, a part of her did not feel she was ready, a wiser part probably. And and it's it's sort of like you can you can do it through meditative um through meditation, you can do it through through visualization. You can do everybody, everyone, every one of us will have our own independent way of tapping into our higher consciousness, who has total access to all the akashic records out there. Not only those of of humans, but the, every living organism out there. So it's a big library, um, and and it's it's. Uh, I know that there are um, there are. Um, stories about you know the hall of records being under the great pyramid or under the left paw of the sphinx or you know any numbers of places um the akashic records exist on the akashic or realm you want to call it i i don't know what else i would call it 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 is another dimension so that the and anyone is capable of of traveling to that dimension it's a matter of knowing you can do it, believing you can do it, and allowing it to happen. And what happens with a lot of us is we we understand the philosophy, but making it work for us, or accepting it, or believing it is is very very difficult. Uh, when you when you know something, when you believe it, um, your spirit naturally embraces it. And when that happens, then all doors open to you. Nothing is locked. If you are prevented from going anywhere, it's because you feel on a higher consciousness level that you are not ready to be there. You don't have the, the and, and, I, and I say maturity of spirit, that has nothing to do with time served here on the planet. It's just a matter of your consciousness isn't ready to try to, um, to, to, try to absorb the information that is there. That's, that's all there is. Um, divine higher realms. Um, let's not call them divine higher realms. Let's just call them other div- other dimensions. When people pass over, they go to another dimension. The Akashic records are, are another dimension. They are, and, and you can call it a realm, a level of consciousness. You can call it whatever you like. Every, you know, there, there are different names for all of these things. And, and every, every person who has ever written a book has, um, <laughs> has named it themselves, has called it themselves, and and so it's it's a matter of of you know what is right for you, and um, if you want to you know go with with Blavatsky's theory, go with it. If you want to go with Alice Bailey, go with it. If you want to go with Edgar Casey, go with it. Each and every one of the the experts out there, if you will, has their own way of doing these things, of touching into these things. Sometimes I think of of, of us as a consciousness of being a a radio uh transmitter. And and you know, we depending on which channel we tune to is the level of, of insight and wisdom that we gather. So uh it it's 
it's however you want to perceive it. How, whatever, whatever imagery works for you, for heaven's sakes, grab onto it and hold onto it and use it. Um, there, there is no right, there is no wrong. It's your way. And, and, you know, I, you know, my way wouldn't be right for you guys. Your, your ways wouldn't be right for me. But, but the reality is it is another level, another dimension, another aspect of consciousness. And however you want to perceive it is the way it is for you. Um, I, I, w- I know that, that, uh, throughout time, um, there have been tons and tons of people that have, that have accessed or say they have accessed the Akashic Records. And that's, um, Charles Webster Ledbetter, and of course you know his books, they're fabulous, especially the stuff on chakras. Um, Alice Bailey, um, William Lilly, Manly P. Hall, uh, who's, who's an amazing man. Um, Rudolf Steiner, Edgar Casey, and Edgar Casey is probably the one that, that has the most material out there on, on the Akasha. Um, but again, um, I, I caution all of us, you know, myself included, that when when you are tapping into these kinds of records, when you are channeling information from another level of consciousness or another another dimension, it has to come through your personality and your ego, so it is tinged by that. So that so that no matter who has quote unquote channeled the material, an aspect of them and their philosophy comes along with the material that you get, and 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 it is channel material is always wonderful. It's always beautiful, and and it's always a, an aspect of philosophy and and um, gives us another uh, way of understanding and perceiving um, our reality. But but anything that I channel will be um, shaded with with my perception and my philosophy. It you know it it it, it happens. It's kind of like um, a channel is 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 an object through which something travels, and it is almost impossible to not pick up a little bit along the channel as you come through it. Um, it, it, if you go through, um, if you go through a, a, a tunnel, um, you know I'm thinking of the tunnels that go under the rivers and stuff. If you go through one of those tunnels, you you pick up um, you, you pick up whatever is left over from the cars that have come before. You pick up dust and dirt. You know your car, your the vehicle that you are traveling in picks up um, debris, and and so. If you are bringing information or wisdom through yourself, it will pick up debris of your personality and your philosophy as it comes through. I'm not sure that that is as clean a... I, I, I probably could figure out a better visualization given a moment or two or, or a week or two. But, but basically, any channeled material has debris from the person that channeled it. Absolutely. And, and, you know, sometimes that, that doesn't hurt. Sometimes it amplifies and sometimes it, you know, makes you, people shake their heads and say, gee, I wonder where that particular aspect came from. But anyhow, the Akashic records are, are something that exists in, in the ether. And I love the word ether because it, it's, it's, it's where we came from. It's, it's where we were created from. We are, we were essentially at first etheric, an etheric body, which means shapeless, formless, smellless, touch. You know, we were invisible, but we were, we were, uh, uh, we were all part of this etheric oneness. 
And at some point, that, that etheric oneness sent off clusters of itself. And my theory is it had grown as, as big as it possibly could, and in order to continue growing, it fragmented, and all of the fragments became little pieces again so that they, they, they could begin to grow again and, 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 you know, at some point in time, way millions of years in the future, do the same process, like getting to a point where, where we had gathered so much that we had to, we had to disperse in order to continue growing. I think each of us are one of those seeds growing towards a, a, a time when, when, when that which is our soul, our spirit, our oneness, will have to fragment in order to continue to grow and manifest within, within whatever realities there are available. So, um, so I love the word ether. It's where we came from. It's where we came from. It's, it's that point of creation. It's that point of consciousness that, that made us curious searchers throughout time and, and dimension. Ooh, that's pretty. Um, so, um, so, so, so that's, that's, that's kind of where, where the Akashic records are. And, and I think the greatest, um, material of all the material I gave you, the, the greatest preponderance of it, um, it is with the Hindu and the Buddhist religions because they seem to have done the most with it. It's it's. Um, I, I love this phrase here. Um, reality is a consciousness hologram. The Akashic records refer to the matrix of consciousness programs that create our reality within that hologram, and and one could look upon it as a library of light wherein we can gain ac- we can gain access for all information. Um, it's it's it is everywhere and it is nowhere and it is magical in in many ways shapes and forms so um it's it's something that that um we all have ac- again we all have access to it um ledbetter's um book on clairvoyance is is really quite amazing so you might want to browse through that if you ever get a chance it's really kind of cool stuff um it's 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 fascinating in that when when I have said, you know, many times to everybody the answer is always in yourself and and access to the akashic records is within ourselves and it's a matter of crossing that bridge from consciousness to higher consciousness and reaching from that point in in ourselves into um, the all that is out there, and that's where we get the information. And, and if you're curious about your Akashic records, you're fully capable of going to them and tapping into them and, and, getting, and gaining wisdom from them. And it's really important on some levels, depending on where you are in your own spiritual evolution, you know, why would you um, go back and, and, you know, check out where you've been? It, it does... It does help you understand where your soul has been and and what aspects it has worked on it it um it is a it, it's an opportunity to um let's see all of the information gives us a comprehensive overview of our soul purpose for this lifetime and and that's invaluable because we are here to express our divinity into our human experience 
and and the information contained in the Akashic records about the nature of our soul helps us tune in to to the divinity, to that higher consciousness, to that to that spirit within ourselves. And and so, you know, we're, the purpose of the soul is to is to help to guide, and and it helps to guide in many ways. And it isn't just sitting there waiting for us to knock on the door. It's it's sitting there, and and it does try to touch into us. Um, tried tried to touch into our reality through us um, through through a couple of of different channels that all of us have and that all of us have that are open one of the one of those channels is our intuition because it does flow into the intuitive side of us it does it does give us information and insight and guidance through our intuition it's a matter do we trust it or not and that's that's one of those biggies um, so many of us um, have the intuition, utilize it, and then forget to utilize it. And and every now and then it nudges us, and every now and then you know we ignore it because um, you know we we just think we know more than than we do. And every now and then our guts, uh, our gut will will you know kind of nudge us, and we'll get that feeling in our solar plexus. And it's 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 usually not hunger. It's usually the intuition saying, "Pay attention. You may want to reconsider this. You may want to look in another direction. You may now see the higher consciousness will never tell us what to do. It will urge us to reconsider, but it will never it will never stop. I, well, I won't say never because there are times that it does intercede and it does make a, a, a you know a major change in our life pathway if we are you know going the wrong direction, but but that's extreme. That's extreme. Um, it, it does happen, but it is extreme. But but more often than not, it will it will it will tap into us through our intuition. It will give us those butterflies in our stomach, like something feels not right here. And when something feels not right, pay attention to that and act on it. I mean, I I very recently within the last within the last week had one of those moments and. And gratefully and happily, it was like, no, this isn't right. This doesn't feel right. And I stopped what I was doing. And I was right in stopping because um, I, I was um, I, w- I, I was uh, doing something that was uh, I was participating in something that was a scam, and I didn't realize it. And when I realized it, I backed out and I stopped. But it was those butterflies in my stomach that 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 feeling of uh oh, something's wrong here. I, I don't know what it is, but something's wrong. So you know, let's stop. Let's stop back off and take another look at it. Um, we all get those 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 occurrences many times during the day, probably. And and for most of us, we kind of ignore them. Every ne- when we pay attention to them, we save ourselves great great trauma. Trust me. Um, and and it's something that we want to sort of you know pay attention to. The other place that um, that that higher consciousness is able to sort of influence our realities is through dreams. And our dreams really are, um, when, when we're dreaming, when we're asleep, our ego is really at rest. It's kind of um, in sleep mode, and it doesn't have the same impact upon what happens in that, that, that screen that, that is constantly in motion within our head. It's during those times that our higher consciousness gives us messages of all sorts. Um, usually it's imagery. Usually we have to um, interpret that imagery because um, 
very frankly, it, it, it doesn't just send you a telegram. That would be so much easier. Oh, God, would that be great. But, but it doesn't do that. It, it, it makes you work. It makes you interpret the images. It makes you um, really kind of work to gather the wisdom that, that you know, you're supposed to be using and applying at this point in time in life. Oftentimes, it'll be very subtle, but it's there. And, and those people who keep dream journals um, usually get a, a tremendous amount of information from them. The interesting thing about dreams is that... that um, everybody has a different, um, how do I put this? When you have dreams and you journal them down, there is a, a set amount of time or space where in that dream um, in some way manifests within your reality. And for some it's like two days or two weeks or two months or seven and a half days or something like that. And sometimes it's months. But but it's it's usually within a, a six month time frame. It's it's not usually more than that. But but that's just rule of thumb, and and thumbs have all different sizes and stuff. But but you'll find that that if you journal your dream down and 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 then take a look at it and try to sort of apply it to your reality and then just kind of put it aside and and as more dreams come. Sometime in in you know the very near future, one of the dreams will suddenly click, and it's like, oh, that's what that meant. Okay, I can relate to that. Then you have your time frame down. Then you know it's it's six days or or six weeks or whatever it is. Then you can go back. You can further interpret the dream and the imagery and and understand what it means. And from then on, it's the same amount of time. It's always consistent. It's, 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 it's a wonderful source of prophecy for you within your own life. And, and it does work, and it is amazing. And, you know, it's one of those things. It works, it's absolute, and it's always, always accurate. <clears throat> so because of that, we don't use it. It, it boggles my mind. When we, when we have things in our life that work amazingly well and we understand the, the, um, the operation of it, it's, it's like the law of attraction and all that applies to it, we, we understand how to make it work. Um, many of us choose to ignore it and not actually apply it as often as we could, even though we know that it absolutely works. So um, this is another one of those things. Dreams are, are prophecy. Dreams are reality waiting to happen, they're, but they're imagery. They have to be interpreted, and you have to do the interpretation. You can buy as many books on interpretation as you like, but every single one of those books is absolutely 100% accurate for the person that wrote it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's accurate for you. You have to basically write your own book, and that means you have to work. And, and this process, this spiritual process, is work. It's, it's really, it's working on yourself. It's working on how you live your life, how you perceive your life. It's working on how you apply yourself to reality. But it's so cool and it works so well and it's so exciting. And it gives you such a greater understanding of this reality and, and other dimensions and, and other realities as well. So back to the Akashic Record. Um, when we access the Akashic Record, we understand that 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 our present, you know, our past and our present are current. They're they're written, but your your future has not been written. 
And and once you understand, you know, the journey that your soul is on, the journey that your spirit is on, you can make wiser choices because of where your spirit has been and what it has been through. We are, you know, powerful creators of our own life. And it's by our own choice. So that so that you know, the Akashic Records may present you possibilities and probabilities, but but it it, it the future has not happened. You have absolute, as far as your own life goes, you have absolute control over what happens. You have the choices, and and you 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 make them, and and then you live them. And and once you've lived them, they become the present, and you have other choices that you're going to make. But but you have to understand that that. You are the one. You are creating this lifetime. You, your personality, your ego, your character has great responsibility and, and it constantly is getting information from the higher consciousness. Um, but you still make those choices in your conscious, your, your physical consciousness so that, so that we can't grumble about difficulty because we in some way have created it. We can't grumble about um, challenges that come our way because we asked for the challenges. So that, so that it's, it's, it's how you deal with those things that, that you know, make, your, make your, your future, your present to create yet another reality. And it's, it's, it's not only your perception but how you approach things and it's how you do things that, that determines what comes your way. And, and the Akashic Records are simply recording those choices, are recording those situations, are keeping a record for the spirit so that when the spirit leaves this dimension and goes to another, it can go over all of these, these situations and the choices that we made and, and utilize that information that was gathered, apply it to itself to grow in awareness and understanding, and, and it takes time for it on the other side to, to assimilate all of that, to, to embrace it, to sort of um, to, to digest it, I guess, and apply it to, to the concepts within itself so that at some time you know, in, in the future there, it will choose to um, take on another life form to come down and to, to work on other aspects. So it's important that we, we understand also we can use the, the Akashic Records as a tool for researching um, unwise choices that we've made. I don't want to say negative because, you know, every choice is a good choice. It just is how we're going to learn. But but we can see where where the spirit has, has done things or has been through experiences that, that had that kind of, um, you know, a negative, for want of a better word, result. And, and we can sort of take a look at those and we can send healing back and we can in many ways um, do a clearing so that we don't have to experience those lessons yet again. So it's really important to understand that, that clearing our past in, 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 and healing our past through love and light is, is something that we can do if we are accessing the um, Akashic Records. So it's, it's, it's a process that, that is a really cool thing to do, but um, in other in in other ways, we can clear blockages and restrictions that that um, that are preventing us from going towards a destiny that is most appropriate for us. So there's there's a great deal of material there to be gathered to be um, 
to be gone through and gone over and assimilated and and it's um it's an exciting process now um i think i i spoke earlier of um that that Edgar Casey is one of those people that you know has i mean blavatsky madame blavatsky the crazy lady she was crazy but she was a heck of a writer and she was very spiritualist and I, I, I guess I guess maybe being crazy is, is it helps in this field sometimes. Um they Blavatsky actually brought the Akashic Records. She's the one that, that you know kinda of coined the phrase. And um but but Rudolf Steiner has, has, you know, dealt with the information on on the spiritual world and and the akashic records and and how to access them but Edgar Casey is the one that that has you know been the most famous he's he's the sleeping prophet and and he was a very humble man he was a cool guy and and um he he was able to access those records in in what was a trance state, but we, you don't have to trance. But that's how he did it. That worked for him. He laid down. He um, folded his hands, and he went into what what they called a trance state. I guess it was. And um, he he was he would he would search for if you got a. I I knew only one person that got a a record a, a life reading from. Um, Edgar Casey, and that was the um, minister that I studied with in, in the spiritual development class that I sat in for seven years. Um, and he had to, he said he had to be in um, a certain place. It didn't matter where; it could be his living room or his bedroom or where he, uh, a place of his choice. And that he had to be sitting quietly at a certain time while Casey was tuning into him. And Casey would would go into the trance, and and you know he would go through his visualization and. Um, then he would say, you know, I have the body, and and then he would go into, um, you know, reading the records for that for that particular body, and and he did this through creative visualization when he was going into his trance. He 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 um, he said, how did he put it? He said, I see myself as a tiny dot out of my physical body, which lies inert before me. I find myself oppressed by darkness and there is a feeling of um, loneliness and suddenly I am conscious of a white beam of light and as this tiny dot I move upward following the light knowing that I must follow it or be lost. Um, I move along this path of light. I gradually become conscious of various levels upon which there is movement um, and he goes through the different levels and, and, and I have to also say that he had... Um, a very Christian background, so of course the different levels were were different parts of consciousness and things like that. But but he finally got to um, um, a place where um, how does he put it? There's more and more light, and the colors become very beautiful, and there is sound of wonderful music, and the houses are left behind. In the head, there is only a blending of sound and color. Quite suddenly, I come upon a hall of records. It is a hall without walls, without ceiling, but I am conscious of seeing an old man who hands me a large book, a record of the individual for whom I seek in, uh, the information. And again, this is Casey's way of doing it. And um, this is how he did it. And once he has the, bo- the book for that person, um, he he reads through it and he gives the person the information that he feels is, is um, most appropriate. And... Um, 
he, you know, he he was asked tons of questions. There, I mean, there, there's a library of books on Edgar Casey, and um, and and he he was an amazing man. He did burn himself out, however. He was overused, and and I think that's something that all of us have to, in in some way, sort of pay attention to. Um, I I do believe that because he had this gift, that that. Um, he did more than was physically appropriate for him to do, and he, he eventually did burn out and pass over. Um, and and yet the foundation still lives, and and all of his work is there, and and they do good work. They they train they train good people. But uh, having a balance in your life is very important. That's one of the universal laws that we did talk about, and having that balance so that that you have. Um, a lot of things going on in your life, not just spiritual study, because spiritual study is everything. And, and you know, you can go to baseball games and you can, you know, go to football games. Um, you, you, can, you can garden, you can, you can, you know, go out with your friends. Having a balance in your life is very, very important. And um, whether you're doing research or just having, having a balance in your life so that you are not constantly drawing that energy through you. I mean... We, we aren't meant to be as physical entities just a battery for spiritual energy. We're meant to, to enjoy this experience. And, and I think something that, that most people kind of lose perspective on is that this is a human experience. And the spirit has to experience all of it, not just the study of spiritual connection and the oneness and all of that stuff. It has to experience, you know, the ongoing life of the individual. And that means balance, and that means having fun, and that means working hard, and that means um, celebrating with friends and family, and that means, you know, reaching into the Akashic Records and understanding the journey of the soul. But it it means a balance, and Edgar Cayce did not have that balance. He was genuinely dedicated to... Um, helping people and 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 helping people to to um, to live and to heal. I mean, his his medical stuff is phenomenal. And um, let's see, he wrote upon time and space is written the thoughts, the deeds, the activities of an entity, as in relationships to its environment, its heredity, its heredity, influence, or judgment drawn by or according to what the entity's ideal is. Hence, it has been oft called the record of God's book of remembrance. That would be the Akasha. And each entity, each soul, as the activities of a single day of an entity in the material world, either makes same or good or bad or indifferent, depending upon the entity's application of self towards that which is the ideal manner for the use of the time. Um and and you you will always know when you are channeling and maybe we should do a thing on channeling um you will know when you are 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 actually channeling because the voice you are speaking in changes and and I don't mean the tonal quality of it the the way the words come out the way the the words are utilized than the everyday application of of your vernacular of how you talk um i i i I have done channeling in writing, especially, and I have found that that um, the manner in which the words flow onto the paper and how they sound when read is very different from how I speak normally. 
and uh, so so there is there is a difference of you know when you know you are in that place and and the higher consciousness is there and giving you information, you know that it's different because there is a different voice speaking and it's that of your higher consciousness. Casey Casey absolutely did um, work with that. Now there there are a lot of people that um, don't believe that that the akasha. Um, you know, exists and, and, uh, you know, there are going to be naysayers. You, you can't prove it. So it's a matter of you believe it or you don't. Uh, but, but Edgar Casey certainly was pulling from somewhere because, um, it, it, it was new material for him. He often gave, by the way, um, medical advice that, that, um, was phenomenal. Um, Jane Roberts in, in all of the Seth books, um, she also talks of the Akasha. And and everybody again perceives it differently, so that so that sometimes it's called a memory of nature, and some some you know uh, people call it different things in different places. In the Urantia book, it speaks of the uh, Akashic records and angels and all sorts of stuff. Um, there, every everywhere you look, there is going to be another report of a different way of approaching or applying or or interpreting what these records are. But everybody seems to say they're out there, and and they all have their own way of teaching you how to tap into them, which I think is phenomenal. And again, there's no wrong way, and there's no right way. So it's you you can't you can't make a mistake here. And and I think everybody should give it a shot, should give it a try, should open to the possibility of of tapping in and, and, and linking into that aspect of their higher consciousnesses. I keep talking about a bridge between consciousness and higher consciousness. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a bridge. It, it's whatever you perceive it as. I just use that as my... Um, as my explanation to sort of help you understand that there are different levels. It could even be an elevator. It could be climbing a mountain. It could be anything you want it to be. But but I would I would strongly urge all of you to give it a shot to see what it's like to to apply yourself to that that level and getting into uh, you know the perception of the akashic records. Uh, ask yourself before you go to bed to 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 go to the akashic records and and see what 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 information is there for your soul for your spirit it's it's an amazing experience and it brings through phenomenal um information um they're the oh here i love this quote they are like the dna of the universe they contain a collection of everything that has occurred in the past and they hold a complete set of information regarding the possibilities of the future. They don't hold the future. They only hold the past and the present. Every individual soul has its own unique Akashic record. And then there are the souls of groups, the group souls, events, organizations, and locations also have their own so that, so that, so that there are records for records for records for records. And we all have access to it. It's, it's, I love this. It's, it's, by divine birthright, we have the ability to access our own personal Akashic records as those, the records of every group which we are a part of, as well as other people's. So, so, um, the Akashic records are, are, you know, it's not a secret 
Um, I, I don't understand why people think that you can't see other people's Akashic records because what you're doing is looking into the, at, at their soul. You're not looking into, you know, who, who they went out to dinner with last week. You're looking about a soul's evolution. And when you're talking about a soul, it's, it's not private. It's not, because we're all one. We're all connected. We're all different aspects of the same thing. So, so that, so that it, it, it's not, you know, I have mine and you have yours and, and we can't share. It's just that our spirits are on different journeys and, and if you can't share information, there's something really wrong here. Um, and and uh, it's, it's, it says people access the Akashic records uh, often through intuition, prayer, meditation, and flashes of insight. And many of us experience these glimpse, glimpses of the Akashic records on a daily basis. And for many people, intentionally opening ourselves to our intuition and, and inner guidance provides a powerful opening to the information in the Akashic records. In other words, we have to work on ourselves. We have to open ourselves to the potential that we carry inside. And by doing that, um, we open ourselves to the magic that gives the talents and the wisdom that are, that are carried inside of us. Um, there, in addition to opening the records ourselves, we can find great clarity through, um, you know, uh, kind of kind of putting ourselves through our own private evaluation process. Because understanding where we've been, where our spirit has been, helps us to understand where our spirit is taking us. And our spirit is definitely driving. We're along for the ride. And um, and it's an exciting ride. But but you have to understand that we, we actually, um, before we incarnated, we asked for experiences to be sent to us in order for us to learn to grow, to expand our awareness. And so it's, it's, it's really um, an amazing process. And, and it's, it's an exciting one. It's it's not meant to be a secret, but it's there for us when we're ready to understand the the um, the immensity of the journey that we're on. Uh, I I just um, I haven't um, tapped into mine consciously. I do tap into mine unconsciously. I I open to it in my dreams. I I ask for information to be channeled through, to be put at my disposal, to allow me to 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 be better than you know, to be all that I can be. I, it's like a marine. <laughs> I'm a spiritual marine. I I constantly ask that 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 my higher consciousness help me to be all that I can be. And and to share and 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 to to um, to share all that I have, and and so so opportunities like this exist, and and it's it's a very exciting thing. But but use your dream state to to help to sort of program yourself for what it is you're going to be drawing into your reality, because absolutely that's exactly what happens. Um. Let's see, ancient peoples, you know, as I said before, utilized, um, utilized people who could tap into the Akasha for information, for, for wisdom, for direction. Um, the Himalayas, the Indians of the Himalayas, um, you know, uh, often did that, and, and um, the Tibetans absolutely utilize it. Nostradamus claimed that he... Um, 
had access to the Akasha. Uh, and, uh, he did it through scrying, and he said using methods derived from Greek oracles, Christian and Sufi mysticism, and the Kabbalah. He scried, and um, S-K-R-Y-E-D, I believe, not not cried, but scried. And um, he he utilized the, the information for writing his quatrains. Um, he was not a man that, that you know, spoke in quatrains, but he took the information that was given him and he created quatrains, and it was through channeling. Um, there, there were other individuals who, who say that they have um, accessed them. Ledbetter was one, Alice Bailey's another, um, and I, I mentioned Manly P. Hall. Um, it's, it's, I, I think most of us have from time to time um, accessed those records, but, but we don't actually realize that that's where the inspiration, the insight comes from. Uh, and and so you know we kind of take it and think oh that was a flash of inspiration and 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 we move on wasn't it was it was higher consciousness getting through and giving us you know tidbits that that we can use and and tools that we can use to expand our own awareness it's it's inspiration has to come from somewhere and it comes from our higher consciousness that has access to everything and and i think i think those those flashes of inspiration that that send us on different pathways and and open us to different um aspects of our own of our own destiny pathway are times when it just gets sick and tired of us fun, you know fumbling around and it just sends us a a shot in the arm and and it's like oh wow i never thought of that before wonder where that came from and you know where it came from it's just a matter you don't want to give it you know credit i guess um but but again if you really want to get confused look into the buddhist and the hindu um aspects of of um the akashic records because (laughs) they are confusing as heck and again um other people's definitions as to how you get to them. Um, some people choose to make them very, very difficult, and some people choose to just say, I just go into them. It's not a big deal. Um, I know that, that, that there have been lots of times when I've worked with um, other other mediums um, or, or, or empaths, and, and you know, they'll ask me, what is my process? And, and you know, I kind of just look at them because I don't have one. I just go there. Um, and and they go through you know prayer and they go through ritual and they go through candles and they go through chanting and they and and it's like holy mackerel I I I'd fall asleep before I got to a place of you know using <laughs> using whatever there was there <laughs> but but everybody has their own method and whatever works for you staring into a candle watching an ice cube melt um, there are tons and tons and tons of um, divinatory tools and and I've, i i think that one of our one of our um circles is going to be on on, on the variety of divinatory tools they that that are out there but they're personal development tools they aren't meant and and i and i want to really stress 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 this um i i am not in any way shape or form trying to make any of you readers or mediums but but i am I, I do think it appropriate to put out there, you know, tools that people have used for their own personal um, growth and for their own finding information that comes from their higher consciousnesses. I mean, from pendulums to tarot cards, from 
clouds to, you know, um, how the leaves are falling. All of them are ways of us finding and getting information from our own higher consciousnesses. And, and they all work, and they all work beautifully. It's, it's just that they are meant to be tools, and, and they aren't meant to be crutches. They're meant to be ways of, uh, of understanding the wisdom that we carry within. They're, um, they're just a tool. You don't need them. I don't, I don't always use my cards when I, when I do readings on people. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've used them in weeks and weeks and weeks. But, but they were a tool and, and they work good. And if you're, you know, doing quickies and stuff like that, it's easier to throw them out. But, um, but we have to understand that, that all of these things are, 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 are ways of getting to our higher consciousnesses. They aren't, they aren't, and they're ways of us getting information and wisdom about our own evolution and development, not necessarily on ways of, of tapping into and becoming a reader. Last thing in the world I want to do with any of you is make you a reader. Um, if you are a reader, I want to make you a better reader. But if you, but that's not the purpose of any of this stuff that we're doing. The purpose of this is to give you a better handle on how to how to live your life more spiritually and get the the best and the most you can out of every experience that comes into your into your frame of reference. Um, and and I, I love this quote here: "The Hall of Records is a frequency in the ether, if it exists at all." being nothing more than an awakening tool for humanity. It is the place of truth where one goes to find the answers about the nature of reality and their role in it, within and without. No one will find a physical hall of records. The truth exists within our souls, our DNA, and the initial eight cells found at the base of our spine that never change, but wait to activate when the time is right. It guides the quests we take to unravel that which was hidden at the beginning of this program of time, and we sense we will soon be discovered, and, and we, that we sense will soon be discovered. Reality has become about discovery and recovery on all levels of awareness as we evolve in the alchemy of time and consciousness. That's what it is. So. I do see we have Queen here. I'm going to pull her on. Hi, Queen. How are you doing today? I'm all right. How are you doing? Doing well. Would love to hear what you think about the Akashic Records. Well, I know you are. As much of what you said, I, I agree with. And I know that we can access them. By going into ourselves, it's a it's a gift from our our source, our mother, the the um, creatress, the beginning, who is so powerful that in these bodies it's hard for us to to fan it. We um, um well, you mentioned people like Steiner and and Casey and Buckler, Madam, however you say her name. And these people have left an imprint, uh, a map for us to to follow, if we choose to, to access these other other dimensions, these other realms, these other aspects of ourselves, and it all it go, all goes back to us being one and and 
being connected to the source and why would the source not grant us access to who we are? Why would that be a a something that would be restricted? Our thoughts are very much important. You spoke of knowing and 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 believing and those those things to me are, are real crucial in achieving anything that we aspire to achieve, but you first must have the desire and then mm-hmm. take forth the action. And for some, it is as simple as, as you said, just like yourself, you can just, you know, poof, and there you are. Like Dorothy, click your heels three times and and you're there. <laughs> and for others, the ritual is is important mm-hmm. because that's just the way they, they operate. But I would like, as, as I was listening, I, I was hoping that at some point, if not now, that you would, you or someone could take a, take us on a guided meditation into the Akashic Records, into a visualization, and to, for each of us to come back with information about ourselves as a collective, we would have, that as, as a conscious collective aspiring to do this, we would have that additional fuel and um, energy to make it that much more powerful to grant us um, easier access, even though it is for us to go into ourselves to gather this again to that collective consciousness, we can, you know, we, we are just that much more powerful. And to see what kind of experience that would be for each of us, and to, I know that you set up a blog. I don't know if anyone's accessed it. I, I, I remember Marie asking for it, Sister Marie asking for it. But to have that to be a place, perhaps that, because everyone would, would not have a, a opportunity uh, to be able to speak on the phone um, or mm-hmm. even in the chat room about it, but to stir that information and to, in addition to having it for ourselves, that it could be a place where others who may not believe or who do uh, believe and know to see the other possibilities of things that could be accessed opposed to just say, well, you know, throughout your whole life you have been a teacher or throughout your whole life you have been a female or throughout your whole life you have you have um, had, you know, great singing abilities to see other aspects to the soul expression. And that's my contribution for the moment. I think that's a perfectly wonderful idea. I I had never thought that... <clears throat> Now, see, for years and years, well, for 17 years, I did I did guided meditations in my house every week, and um, never occurred to me that that would be something that there would be any interest in. Um, but um, it certainly is 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 something to worth definitely something worth thinking about, and. Um, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> it's a great idea. I, I just, I, you know, I was talking to Deb 
earlier and saying, you know, how can I get them to talk? And I guess perhaps doing a guided meditation at the beginning of the circle, um, you know, not every time, but but a guided meditation at the beginning of the circle to sort of um, blend the energy and and certainly with the Akashic Records. And, and actually, uh, next time we're going to be talking about past lives and quite possibly um, doing... Uh, a meditation where you're guided into past lives to get information about this life, and then hopefully once it's over, people would share their experience. I think every time would be a good thing. Um, if people can can get there at that time or, or in the middle when you know you have more, everyone can't get to a phone, number one, to speak. Uh, some people mm-hmm. can can only, you know, for various reasons, they can't get to a telephone. For me, that's, you know, an easy way for me to to um, connect. And by me having that privilege, it's opened up a lot of possibilities for me that other people haven't tapped into. So with mm-hmm. that said, um, you know, and even even beyond that, you spoke about dreams, and I'm I'm a great dreamer. I'm oh, my dreams are just awesome. But also to have us meet in the dream time to discuss these things. Uh, I'm remembering way back in the day when I I was first um, reawakened to the the psychic realms. I I was a part of a psychic center, and I. I used to read tea reviews, so on and so forth. And it was a class. A woman had come from California, and it was a class on the higher self. And she um, she took to me very, 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 very. She really liked me, and I, you know, we had a good relationship. But I had a friend, which I'm still friends with, who was a very masterful uh, oracle and prophetess. She she's she's one of the best I've ever come in contact with, and she was. Um, I was sleeping. The teacher was meditating, and my dear, beloved sister friend was on some kind of drugs. So she mm. was high. But we all met. We all met at the same spot. This was not a plan. This was not a plan. And the only reason it came out was because I mentioned to her because she did not get along with my friend, my sister friend, who um, the teacher, I mentioned to her that I had seen her in the dream. And we were all in class, and it came out that we had all been there together. We had all been there, and, and the circumstances, um, because I helped, asked her to help my friend. My friend was having some kind of trouble, and she, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I had asked the teacher to help her. But I'm saying all that to say, that that was such a marvelous <laughs> experience. <laughs> and and those who come forth in in this circle, in this energy, have the capacity to do something like that. We could have a place in the spirits in the um other realm uh, where the Akashic records are housed mm-hmm. to Meet because getting them to speak, they may not be, you know, and everyone isn't a speaker. Everyone yeah. isn't a writer. And, but everyone here has a t- 
tendency toward the mystical, the occult, the metaphysical, and might be intrigued by that kind of experience to, um, I know, again, that would, you know, I'd love it. I definitely would love it. <laughs> and even if we don't have a, um, you know, well, we won't do it on Tuesday or, or you know, it's at 8 p.m. or whatever, that we put, we set an intention to do it. And then mm-hmm. as we come back with the with the information, because everyone's time time is different too. Time is, you know, that's subjective. And I'm I'm bringing in Tahuti. That's that's very you know subjective. Is mm-hmm. what is time? But those kind of things, because gather, trying to gather people together, plus you're dealing with free spirits. Oh yeah. Dealing with free spirits here. I I made a a concerted effort to. To be here today, one because I said I was yesterday, and I meant to be here <laughs> last night, but I was—I fell asleep. You know, I, there was something else that came before this, and I fell asleep, and it's just just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But so that you don't um, become weary, that my word, that that we we love you, we we want to be, and I'm speaking for the collective, I'm going to say I'm channeling this, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but, but, you know, we want to be a part of it, but to uh, grant us a, a, and not that it's not granted anyway, other ways of, of tapping into it, and you go on with what you're doing, doing it in the way that works for you, but recognize you're dealing with some unusual beings who are... Um, you know, we we move in different in different ways and different energy, and and you're like the um, the soil, the seed planter, and we can go and we can we can access it just like the archives, so to speak, but the archives in the spiritual realm. Because I've done shows, I haven't listened to my own archives, let alone somebody else's, you know, archives. <laughs> and I mean, that's just the way. That's just the way it is. I prefer to be, you know, in, in real time. So mm-hmm. I would love the meditation, the visualization, well, the the affirmations, the um Well, I, I, I tell you what, I mean, I um I think that's a fabulous idea because uh certainly when it's a guided meditation you take the energy of everyone there and you mold it together and everyone has access to draw upon it, so it it's a more powerful experience than if you were doing a meditation on your own. So I, I, I think it's a great suggestion. We're going to do uh, past lives next week. And um, I think that, you know, I'll do, I'll do an hour, 45 minutes of talking about them, and then I'll do 15 to 20 minutes of meditation, and hopefully people will have something to share. That's a very amazing... When you would, when you might want to insert that so that I could try to to be available. I, I mean, I know you've got to go with the um, go with the flow. And in terms of the past life, that that's going into the akashic records. Yes, so I I dare say that should be interwoven into the meditation of the past lives because you, you would travel into the akashic records. Even well, though to be said, to, to be spirit, perfectly honest, yeah, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, when I do a lead meditation, you know, I have an intent as to where it's going. But how it goes is totally up to whatever comes out of my mouth. Um of course. So <laughs> of course. I can I, I can intend to get you there. 
Um, I, I just don't know where um, the higher consciousness takes us. But, but I would assume that it will do exactly what's appropriate for that moment in time. Oh, but, but, no doubt. But it, no no doubt. Know, that, 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 that's what it will be. And, and well, now that's a nugget, you know, for, for us to have to tap into and even maybe go to the archives or for sure, for sure, from my perspective, because I know I have writing to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm restructuring my, the way I've done things, um, and I, I am restructuring and refocusing my energy. But I do know that I have the capacity within myself, and we all do, to um, access what you put out there and to bring it back and, like, um, you know, go fetch and bring it back, and if if not directly um, after that, the meditation, say I couldn't be there, but, you know, one day I get a vibe, ah, that's what they did, let me share that, you know, let, let me tell um, Barbara that, you know, I, I got the message, I got the energy, so, I mean, that's just the way I move, and you're going to find that others move in a different you know, there, there may be similarities. I would assume there are, but they they move in different ways because you've got all you've got remote viewers, you've got empaths who are different. You've got so many different type of energies that you're dealing mm-hmm. with. To even um, um, it's a different kind of a, and I'm going to say classroom. My word, it's a different kind of classroom for sure. Experiment, experience to. to attempt to find that, other than it being source, to attempt to find that that thread to, um, and I see us, we're connecting, we're connecting um, to unify us in a way that will be um, um, to the highest good mm-hmm. of, of all of us. And, well, um, you know when when um when doing the circle especially um i i try to always you know do things that are new and different i try not to repeat myself and um it you know because i did meditations for so long i just figured nobody was interested in meditation anywhere but you're absolutely right it's a perfect it's a perfect tool to use to help people see things and especially for people who are not meditators and who are not used to this kind of a practice to to scoop them up with the energy of everybody else and take them someplace so they can experience something is 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 an amazingly wonderful idea and we will certainly give it a shot. And I would like to say I'm very good at that and and Rose Illumination is very good at meditation visualization and you may find others amongst your um your collective who are uh, good at, at doing that. I would offer to do it today, except that when you picked up the phone, I was about to lay down, so I'm amazed I came. <laughs> what I did come forward with. So I, I'm, I'm not going to, um, to do that, but you can you may call on me in, in the future, and I would dare say Anne Illumination would be um, definitely one who would um, do that and... I know there probably are others who also would have their own way of of, of doing it, and mm-hmm. even in terms of you bringing using 
we were talking about different tools um, to use to, it, like I'm saying, magical practices, um, different different ways of getting there, and you know, there's there's all kind of roads that lead to heaven. They all go to the same place. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 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 a that's a definitely a, a good idea, and. Um, you know, I will. I will certainly. You know, I, I've done it for a long time, so I, I, I will. You know, will will incorporate it into next week's circle, and both Thursday and, and Sunday and uh, Friday. Sorry, and and see where it takes us, and and it, it may easily be something that that we add on a regular basis. Let's just uh, let's just see where it goes. Well, I, I sure. will. I will keep my first eye open and and my spirit <laughs> spirit awake to to what is happening. Yeah, keep at least one of the three open. Oh yes, yes. Well, the most important one is that I call it the first eye, the one in the middle of the uh, of the forehead or, or close between the eyes. I, I call it the first eye because that's the the all seeing eye. That's the one that grants you uh, the greatest vision. In my humble mm-hmm. opinion, I think you're absolutely right, and um, I thank you for the suggestion. I am very open to suggestions, and and certainly um, anybody else who has uh, suggestions. And by the way, since there are more people here in the chat room now, um, just wanted to um, point out that on my website there is a page for the spiritual development circle and on that page are all of the materials that I've sent out so far so if you ever have trouble opening the material I send you you can go to that to my website and all of the material is right there for you so um, you know for some reason people are having trouble downloading me but um, it's all out there so you can you can check it out there Queen thank you so much I really appreciate your suggestions and your time oh my pleasure you're quite welcome take take care now bye bye okay I'm going to drag Deb on here hi Deb hello (laughs) That was a great suggestion. I, I think we will we will yes, play it with was. it. See what we can. Great um, idea. Well, you know, for so long I did it for so much that that you know my feeling was that everybody's sick and tired of meditation. Yet it is an amazingly wonderful tool to um, to to utilize. And and uh, I guess because I did it so much for so long, I thought it was worn out, but. This is a whole new group of people, so... I was going to say, you've got a whole new crop to play with now. Yeah. <laughs> fresh blood, flesh and fresh blood. <laughs> well, no, you know, a new crop so we can learn and grow. You know, you, you let the other crew, you know, bunch that you worked with before grow. Now it's time to let us grow. Yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was an experience. It really was. Sometimes there were 70 people in the house. Um it got a little out of hand, <laughs> but but I think that that um, the Akashic Records is a, is I, I I'd rather start with past lives because you know as she as Queen pointed out they are a part of the Akashic Records but they're a little easier to deal with rather than um, uh, rather than than you know the purpose of the soul and the journey through time and all of that stuff. 
Um, but um, I have I have beaten this stuff to death again. Um, so I think we're going to close up the show, and um, I thank everybody for being here, and I thank I thank Deb for. You know, beginning of the show, everybody was tired and, and everything. Maybe maybe everybody can get a nap. Um, materials <laughs> out there. 